Welcome to season two of Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. In this podcast, we chat with athletes, coaches, and industry professionals at all levels of sport about the benefits that being involved in sport has provided them outside of just the performance side of things. I'm your host, Fiona. I've always wanted to delve deeper into the physical, social, and mental benefits being involved in sport has provided people. This is a completely independent podcast that has been created to share the journey and lessons of top-level sporting professionals, but also your everyday lover of sport. If you like this podcast, I'd really appreciate if you could leave a review and share it with someone who you think would also enjoy it. Make sure you hit subscribe on Apple Podcasts or follow on Spotify so you don't miss the release of each new episode. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram at Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. Let's get into today's episode. This week's guest is the incredibly brave Darcy Hansen, a local football and netball player. Darcy opens up and shares her journey of starting netball in grade three and football in her early 20s. Not only an active participant in women's football, but a campaigner for more women participating in this wonderful sport by hosting Yab TV. Just to clarify for any overseas listeners, in this episode, when referring to football, we are talking about Australian rules football. In the last half of this episode, Darcy opens up and discusses the incredibly important issue of domestic violence and how it has affected her sporting journey. If this is a trigger for you, please don't listen to this episode. And if you experience any distress, please reach out to the domestic violence organisations linked in the show notes. It was a privilege to record this powerful and important conversation and I hope you're as moved as I was. Hi Darcy, how are you today? Good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well. We're um, blessed with some Melbourne weather and it's pretty rainy outside, isn't it? It is, but it's actually uh, fairly muggy, I think. Yes, typical Melbourne. We've got the best of both worlds. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So you are local to my area. Can you tell us a little bit about your sport or sports and how you got into them? Yes, so I play netball and football. I currently play or tired for netball club. I got into netball when I was in about grade three. My best friend Rachel was actually playing and asked me if I wanted to play. So I've been playing netball ever since grade three. And football, I actually got into that because of my mum. There was a baby shower and some of the girls said to my mum we should start up a football team at Tyab. And so she ball rolling in and there and yeah, I've been playing football ever since. Oh awesome. And so did you say you were 10 when you started playing football? No. So that was probably, I've been playing for four years. So. Oh, okay. Completely lost. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay. Um, I was like 2023, 20, I think, yeah, 22, okay. 23. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. So netball, netball, you would have been eight or nine and then 23. Yeah. Oh, awesome. So there was a few, you know, 15-ish year gap between joining the football team what what was it that made you want to start footy as well as netball probably my mum my mum forced me into it I guess and then as soon as I started playing the sport I found love in it and it was something new and something exciting yeah yeah I've always I've always been into footy and my brother played football I've always been around the football club 
So joining in and actually playing the game was a whole different level of excitement. Yeah. Did you ever, I guess you're at a similar age to me, so we didn't really grow up watching women play football and it's kind of a newer phenomenon to our generation. So did you ever like think that you were going to play football or Oh, there was a few times where I had, because I was around the football club when I was younger, um, because my parents had a big involvement in it. There was always a couple of girls in the under like 10s and 11s. And I always had people be like, oh, you should, you should play. But I just, just never had the guts to do it, I guess, when I was younger. Because you were playing black males then, because it was mixed teams. They didn't have a full female team. So I guess I was a little bit scared. (laughs) Yeah. Fair, I would be too. Yeah, when you were 23, you got to do it. That's amazing. And was it like an easy transition to go from netball to football or continuing netball as well as you're playing, picking up football? Um, It was definitely always hard on the shins. I'm not going to lie, shin splints from going from a grass to an asphalt. I think it was was exciting for me because – I mean, netball being a non-contact and then football, you're actually tackling someone. That was always exciting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That I guess it's a different type of movement of the game as well. And this is it the speed of the game? I'm coming from a swimming background, so <laughs> excuse my naivety here. <laughs> no, that's fine. Completely different. Yeah, so I guess netball's quick and fast and football's long and it's more long endurance for you're running around for a lot longer than we are in a netball court. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. And you mentioned you had shin splints, but were there any like significant milestones, like wins, losses, injuries along your sporting journey that, you know, have helped shape it? <laughs> I've had a fair few injuries, probably too ready to actually name. I, I've played my 100th game in netball retired. Um, which was a pretty exciting uh, milestone for me. I was actually coming back from a very significant break of my finger where I actually snapped my finger and it was snapped upwards. Mm. So that was that was always fun. Yes, I've broken a few of my fingers from ball. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I've had a fair few ankle rolls and everything like that. From I was actually ran over by my mother when I was 16 Accidentally, of course. (laughs) (laughs) She ran over my ankle. So I had some significant, like, torn Achilles pretty much. Um, And then ever since, I've always rolled ankle. Oh, no, that would be really tricky, especially playing netball. I know ankles are one of the weak points in a netballer's body. Yeah. How do you overcome something like, you know, having ankle rolls a lot? Well, I, I... strap it and everything before each game so it doesn't roll but I guess if if that happens I take time out and really repair it before I get back on the on the court or field yeah yeah and the finger break I did see was it 2017 I saw a picture of I think the one you were talking yeah. about and it was pretty gruesome and the x-ray is pretty impressive how long was the rehab for that uh, that was a while. It's still pretty mangled at the moment, but I mean, it's always going to be like that. I've got two screws in it, so 
I remember I, it wasn't actually in a game. I was away in Queensland and playing markers up with my uncle and friend and she kicked the ball and I went up and marked it and I was like, oh, I think I just jarred my finger and pulled my hand down and I was like, that is definitely not a jar. Oh, gosh. Um, I think I was back after three weeks though because I wanted to play my 100th game. So I remember taking the plaster off myself and just taping it. But, yeah. I, don't, I think they were, wanted me out for about six weeks. So, Yeah, yeah. Oh, dear. Did, so did it hurt a lot playing that 100th game? Yes, it was very hard to use my hand again. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a while when I couldn't even use my hands because I had to have the surgery to fix it and repair it. But I was so eager to get out there and play my 100th game at home. So I couldn't wait another week. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. I don't. I don't blame you for that at all. Yeah. I guess the whole point of this podcast is to discuss like how sport can help people in a conventional and unconventional way. So I'm going to ask you what benefit has sport provided you as an individual that has transferred over to other avenues of your life? Probably like working alongside people in a team. Um, it's always me in a work environment um, dealing. With so different personalities and everything like that my mental health as well it's helped in that aspect I've been around the club for so long and just going there it's like my second home and it's just where all my worries just disappear so yeah it's definitely helps with my mental health and just as soon as I get on the field the the court just everything just goes away yeah, I can totally resonate with that. I um, felt the same with swimming. As soon as I got in the pool, it became, yeah, everything just melted away and it was kind of a safe place to be in and a safe place to express any physical stress. Yeah, exactly. Just take it out on the court. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> 100%. <feel> cool. <laughs> yeah. Now, obviously, sport, participating as a junior as well as an athlete, it kind of, it teaches us lessons along the way. Is there one that you've learnt that you would either share to your past self or someone who is young wanting to play netball or footy? Or I mean, it, it teaches you sort of, like I said, to work in a team alongside people, be positive. Definitely taught me how to not be a sore loser. <laughs> <laughs> in terms of like not being a sore loser, was there obviously games that you really wanted to win you had to sit back and go oh yeah we didn't win that one but good game and shake the hands of other players yeah of course so I think it was 2018 we actually lost the football grand final to the team that we had beaten the year before Hmm. so that was that was always hard because we had beaten them the year before um, and then coming up and losing against them the next year was that was tough but I guess just shake the hand and you move on. Yeah, yeah. And I've not played much netball myself, but I've been out there watching Rach. And I think sometimes it can be, I know we it's a non-contact sport, but it can get a little bit rough. Is there yeah. times that you've had to go, you know what, be a good sport, don't, don't play rough? <laughs> yeah, of course. But I mean, netball always gets rough for, for a non-contact sport. But there's always nudging and pushing and everything like that and you do sometimes come across the people that get really fed up with it or angry and 
um, push back, I guess. And then at the end of the game, you just just shake their hand and get over it really. <laughs> yeah, yeah, be a good sport. And I guess that transfers over to other avenues in your life when say you're at work or something and someone is frustrating you and you're like, it's okay, it's okay, be a good sport. <laughs> yeah, exactly that. Yeah, there's always there's always another game against them or another day with your work people. So yeah, another opportunity to prove what you can do or another opportunity to even just let them have their time because I guess (laughs) everyone deserves a little space in the spotlight sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And have you been involved in a project where sport has been used as a tool to develop the community? I was involved in a a thing called Yab TV. I'm not too sure if you've seen it. It's where we sort of just started it for a bit of fun in the female football. Mm -hmm. And then we sort of used it to try and get more women into female football because I think there isn't enough social media out there for women's football clubs and trying to get new women into football. There's a lot of women out there that probably wouldn't see themselves playing football. So we tried to make more awareness on it and what actually goes on in the change rooms and out on the field and how we all just get around each other and it's all just a heap of fun. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's, not, it's not a scary game. Yeah, it's just some fun and a good opportunity to exercise and, you know, have a good yeah. social circle. Now, Yab TV, I haven't heard it myself, but is it a local thing or is it like, is it Victoria? Is it Australia-wide? No, it's just literally within the entire football club. So we're also the Yabby, we're called the Yabbies. So then we just named it Yab TV. <laughs> oh, awesome. Oh, cool. So look you- it up if you if you get a chance, go onto the Thai Women's Football page and you, you'll see it. <laughs> we'll see it. So is that on Facebook or Instagram? How do we find that? Uh, Facebook. Yeah, Facebook. Okay, there we go, listeners. Yeah. Yab TV, Thai Women's Football Club. This Yab TV, did you find that you got a few more participants or is it too soon to tell with COVID interrupting a little bit? Yeah, probably too soon COVID, but we definitely got um, news on it and, I don't know, followers and everything within the page. So and, and people were excited for, I guess, the next version of Yab TV. Oh, awesome. And the footy season, I guess it's starting now what's coming up for the next season of yab tv or oh, i guess we'll have to uh, just wait and see i've actually <laughs> i've decided not to play um football this year and just focus on netball but i will be hosting yab tv so i'm very excited about that oh awesome well there we go we know where to look to see your face <laughs> we got it yab tv yeah. what has made you focus on netball was it just you wanted a change of scenery and to focus on one sport this year after not being able to play either last year did you miss it a lot I sort of lost my love for football Mm -hmm. I went through a very uh, hard year last year with domestic violence and I guess that was a lot to do with football everything like was what that sort of relationship was about um it was all like football 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 so I think I've just sort of lost my motivation to get to training and play and everything like that so I thought 
to myself, I would focus more on my fitness, going to gym and playing netball uh, this year with my good friends that I play obviously netball with um, and just, yeah, try and get back around the football girls, but I wasn't going to force myself into that. Yeah, no, oh, that's so incredibly hard and I couldn't imagine having that safe place taken away from you from such a hard situation like you mentioned getting on the field that's where you know all your worries stepped away but having that association now with the field I couldn't imagine going through that it's so incredibly brave well thank you very much I'm I'm, I am trying my hardest um but yeah no I'm very excited to get back on the netball court yeah yeah get it get all the frustrations out on the court yeah (laughs) you've just mentioned 2020 was even more crazy for you and even more of a um, shake-up where I see the future of sport had changed due to last year but even yeah more so for you where do you see the future of sport well I'm hoping to see the future of sport with more awareness mental health um, more seminars for mental health and even domestic violence within clubs um Sorry. Um, Just, yeah, more awareness for women within clubs. I want it to continue to be a safe haven for so many other people, for people to go there and get away from all their mental health and health issues, I guess. Yeah. And I think times are changing in terms of clubs recognising that they do have a space to play in this this space and you know helping all of their members and women males families everyone feel safe at their club and I think yeah what you've gone through and you you losing that safe place has made it even more important to advocate for those places to remain safe for all their members yeah I mean my my club is definitely my safe place again so I, I am looking forward to the next year and being able to go there and, and feel safe and comfortable within in my own club. Yeah, and having that support network of the footy girls and the netball girls and, you know, second family that you've grown up with is probably really important in that. Yeah, most definitely. They've gotten me through some very difficult times and I'm very thankful for all my YAB people yeah oh that's that's beautiful now in terms of what clubs can do how can we make sure you know that how how can we not enforce how can we encourage these seminars for mental health or making it a safe place I mean there's there's clubs are sort of they do the drugs and alcohol awareness and everything like that they get people out and talk about that and I think clubs need to sort of just implement mental health nights and just make sure that all their players and everything are doing okay because I guess violence stems from something deeper down that is uh, mental for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just checking in and and giving the guys and girls uh, helpline numbers, everything like people to go to. Um, I know Tyab have implemented a chaplain for people to go to and speak to if they're feeling that they need it, which is really great. 
Oh, that's fantastic. And is the, excuse my naivety, is the chaplain like a psychologist or a counsellor or is it a, a, a counsellor? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. That's amazing that they've done that and they've stepped up. And I think it'd be amazing to see all footy, netball, soccer, any swimming club that has young people or any member of the of society have those links to help people seek help in any means they could yeah most definitely and and there's there's so many places out there that you like people can get help and and just making sure that they know that it is okay to get that help yep 100 percent. and there's no like there's no shame in seeking that at all and I think I think we're very lucky in the era that we're growing up, Das, that it's not so taboo. You know, I couldn't imagine going through yeah. my 20s or my teen years 50 years ago when people couldn't speak about this type of stuff. Yeah, exactly. I, I couldn't think of it either. I mean, it's even changed in the last 10 years of me growing up. Mm-hmm. There's so much talk out there now, but, I mean, there definitely needs to be more talk and more awareness on these things because it, it is unfortunately still happening. Yep. And the not just talk and awareness, we need to start making action. Um, I think I can't remember where I heard it somewhere the other day. It was like, I think it's due to all the things that have been happening in the media with the women's protests and stuff. And yeah. they said, you know, it's all well and good to keep making these conversations, but, you know, we also need to stand up and and make a change and that's why there's protests going on there's all sorts of things so that clubs government everyone can stand up and make a change yeah exactly and I I saw a thing um, I've done a lot of, like reading up on all of this I guess to sort of understand why I went through what I went through and I mean you you sort of need to educate yourself about it to really understand it and understand that it does it does still happen and to make the change educate yourself about it to then hopefully help the next people that have to deal with it yeah yeah and you know you've been so incredibly brave and so strong in not just speaking out but sharing your story and advocating for yourself and other survivors is it would you call it a survivor yeah victim survivors yeah um yeah and I, yeah, I think, you know, you're such a beautiful human and I'm really, really glad that you've taken the time out to to join us today. In terms of netball, let's leave on a nice positive note. What's the goal for, what position do you play and what's the goal for 2021? I'm actually a goaler, whether whether I stay in goaling this year or go to mid-court, I'm not too sure. I am very short, so I do struggle on the court shooting and the rebound. But my goal this year is just to get back on the court, have a really good year with my teammates. I'm very excited about this year and just focus on doing my best out on the court for my girls. Yeah, that's exciting. Whether you're on the mid-court playing centre or goal attack or you're doing goal shooter. Well, there we go. I do know a little bit about (laughs) netball. Very good. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm sure you'll do amazing. And at the end of the day, as long as you're out there with your girls, having fun and, you know, participating in some physical activity, I think it's going to be a lot better than last year. Yeah, exactly. And it's very exciting to be able to go back and 
train again and round one's coming up. So I'm very excited. Oh, well, all the best to you and the girls. Thank you very much. <laughs> my, my fingers are crossed for you. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Darcy, thank you again for, for coming on. I, I really, really appreciate your time and, and yeah, just sharing your story and journey between football and netball and what's coming up in the future. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. In line with Darcy's important message of educating yourself, you can find links in the show notes. Please reach out to one of these organisations if you found any of this episode distressing. Thank you for listening to another episode of Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart. If you liked this episode, please share it with someone that you think would also like it. If you want to find out more, you can find us at Beyond Sport with Fiona Stewart on both Facebook and Instagram. Until next time.